Hi, it's Wes Johnson and John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. All right, guys, we are back with the second half of our March Massacre matchups of video game, Star Wars, MC, uh, MC. <laughs> uh, Marvel characters and DC characters um, in our, our tournament matchup that we have here. Um, we got through the first round, the round of 16. We're now into the Elite Eight. Um, joining me for this tournament coverage, we have um, the co-founder of GGR. His name is Steve Monick. Steve never gets anyone's name wrong, Monik. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got uh, podcaster, rapper extraordinaire, convention goer, um, enthusiast. His name is MC Brooks. We are here. Okay. And we've also got uh, the host and producer of Fantastic Forum, which you can catch out. Catch on fantasticforum.tv or on WERA FM 96.7 out of Arlington on Saturdays at 4 p.m. His name is Ulysses E. Campbell. Just happy to be included. Thank you. Hot damn. Guys, we had a really good first round. I mean, a lot of these were pretty cut and dry. Um, some of them were pretty interesting, the conversations that we had. I think now that we're into round two of this, it's going to get even more interesting. Um, let's go backwards in the order that we went last time because we started uh, from left we went left, down, and then around. We basically made a U. Um, we're going to start at on the right side because we had uh, in the first round it was Shazam versus Iron Man, you, like unanimous choice that Shazam was was walking away from that one. And then Sonic, same thing. We chose Sonic over Shazam. Uh, so that's going to be our, our our first one that we start with uh, on the second episode here. Shazam versus Sonic. Um, based on what you guys were saying in the first round here, let's kind of talk about who we think is walking away with this one. For me, it seems pretty obvious. It seems like Shazam is 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 pretty dope here. He's pretty strong. He's uh, with the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the uh, the durability of Atlas. You know, like all of all of those categories combined together. The speed of Mercury is what got me. If he's that fast, I feel like he can hold his own against Sonic, and that's going to mean that he moves on yeah. to the next round. Yeah, yeah, and see, yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah. I would agree. See, like the caveat here would be can. If Sonic had the ability to go supersonic, I would probably take him over Shazam in this case yeah. because his abilities as supersonic would be pretty much on par with him and probably even more because supersonic is essentially kind of like he's like planet buster level strong if, wow. if he's supersonic. So if he's just regular Sonic, he, I feel like he would probably hold his own for a while because he does have the the speed and smarts to go with it but i think ultimately he'd be overwhelmed by by shazam steve what's your take on this one i, I mean i think we're ultimately gonna end up picking shazam uh but if we're gonna play the you know devil's advocate kind of game for sonic um kind of the thing i didn't realize and i'm just gonna incorporate now that that mc brought up is i, I didn't realize there was any sort of canonicity to uh sonic and time travel and if we're going to be able to play some sort of weird time travel thing where Sonic can escape in time travel and, and mess with the fight in that capacity, that's the only thing that I see he has that Shazam doesn't. 
Uh, so we have to find a way to leverage that to a victory. But kind of like we we're saying with the Link versus Sonic one, I don't know if he can do that effectively or quickly or whatever enough to actually overcome Shazam. So I'm, I'm probably still going to pick uh, Captain Marvel there. But but Sonic isn't completely uh, helpless. Yeah, because I feel, I feel, the thing is though, I, I feel like I, I feel like if Shazam were to blitz blitz Sonic because he he's every bit as fast, I don't even think Sonic will be able to just to to be able to go fast enough to even enact his time travel. Because the canon part is when he's running fast, it's it's kind of like uh, how how Flash time travels in the in the TV show, how like he can't just like it, just go like. Uh, a short distance and just immediately jump that way he has to be going at his top speed in order for him to to go and it's the same thing for sonic he has to be going at, in his top speed for a while in order to even get into the time travel so i feel like if shazam is fast enough to keep up with him which i, I think he is then shazam probably wouldn't even let him have the the length of time necessary without you know um, necessary for sonic to focus on time traveling to even use that as part of the battle yeah yuli are you pretty much in consensus with us that shazam is walking away with this one i am okay uh we won't we won't make a big deal out of it then shazam moves on to the final four um i think in the last round this was easily the hardest decision for us to make was the wonder woman versus yoda matchup we ended up via coin toss choosing yoda uh to go up against darth vader this is something i don't even know how this would play out because in all the star wars things that i've read and and watched and and all that stuff one thing i've i've only seen once was yoda versus darth vader and that was only in it was a star wars infinities comic book where basically it was like it took the original trilogy and made one thing different and how the whole story changed and what it was is Luke ended up dying on Hoth and Obi-Wan turns to Leia and is like, hey, you need to be going to see Yoda because you're our only hope now. And um, Darth Vader ends up following him to Dagobah and Vader ends up fighting Yoda on Dagobah. And what Yoda does is Yoda doesn't even physically fight him. Yoda goes inside Vader's mind and fights him. And like tries to find the good in him, right? And finds that little child, Anakin, the innocent that was Anakin Skywalker, and tries to appeal to that. And like at first, you think that he's gonna win, and then baby Anakin Skywalker's eyes black over and says, You fool, and he chops Yoda in half. So that didn't really turn out too well for Yoda. Um, this one's hard, man. Um, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Steve start here because i would say equally as big a star wars fan as me and then we'll go to yuli because i know he's a big star wars fan and then we'll uh we'll close up with mc and then i'll give you guys my pick on this one i'm gonna have to go with vader because i was actually thinking about that exact same you know infinities comic that you were thinking that like double canceled non-canon so somehow it becomes canon no, i'm just kidding um yep. so yeah like and, and yoda lost in that and there's no way he can out physical vader because you got to think the time span between Empire, which is when that happened. But even if you want to say, all right, we're talking about Darth Vader. So he was only Darth Vader from episode three on. And we know that within less than 25 years, Yoda's dead from old age. You know, granted, 900 years, it's a good run. 
so he's 875 the minute so we're saying if they're fighting even at the minute he becomes darth vader yoda is way past his prime by comparison you know because yoda couldn't beat the emperor um you know obi-wan sure he beat vader but i don't think he was full-on like rage vader mode yet i don't know i don't see yoda beating vader out of this one whether he tries to play the old man i can't actually fight mind game version the, the infinities reference or in a physical confrontation i think vader's got him either way yeah i think that like i mean because we're not saying like in their prime so that's the other thing too is i, I really feel like that would have to be part of this to really fairly assess it but yeah i'm kind of with you with what you're saying there yuli who are we taking in a fight here uh yoda or vader well, a couple of things about this, um, and I, I go back to um, Revenge of the Sith because uh, it wasn't simply a case of, oh, you know, Obi-Wan, send me to fight the Emperor because I can't fight my brother, you know, Anakin. <clears throat> Obi-Wan couldn't even have fought the Emperor. <laughs> that wouldn't have, you know, <laughs> the Emperor would have wiped up the place with Obi-Wan. Um, I understand about uh, Yoda being a lot older, and, uh, you know, of course, one would have to assume that his powers even diminished from Attack of the Clones to um, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and certainly, you know, to the, to the final trilogy. But Vader also, I mean, you guys are talking as if Vader got more powerful, and he actually didn't. One of the things that uh, was referenced in a lot of the stuff that I have read was that getting his legs cut off and all that stuff, losing to Obi-Wan. I mean, he was at the peak of his powers right there, you know, when he first became Darth Vader, but he was still basically, you know, not Cyborg 2.0, you know, I mean, versus uh, General Grievous, who was Cyborg 2.1. Um, him becoming a cyborg diminished his abilities as uh, as a Jedi. And um, I understand the first couple of times that uh, the Emperor, you know, sent Vader out on missions after he became a cyborg was partially to determine how powerful he was. You know, he needed to know, all right, well, you're less powerful than you were before. What are you? Where do you stand and all that? So um, given the fact that, because I don't think that on his best day, Vader, you know, either straight up Anakin Vader or Vader 2.0 clone, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Cyborg could take Yoda, even with a diminished power level. I think that after 900 years and, you know, being, you know, ace of the council and master Jedi and all of that. Um, and I also I haven't read this uh, comic that you're talking about. Uh, where, um, you know, Luke died and, and all that. Uh, I see Yoda taking this. I just don't see Vader as being powerful enough to take on uh, a, 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 a historic member of the, and possibly even a charter member of the Jedi Council. I mean, you know, the Old Republic was supposed to be like a thousand years old. Here was Yoda, 900 years old. Surely he had been around as a part of this thing for a long time, you know, so okay. I just, and uh, again, I seeing uh, it didn't work out for him with the emperor, but it wasn't like the emperor just beat him down. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened. 
I thought he was he was masterful at deflecting the energy beams and all of that. I mean, I think, hey, you know, the bottom line was it's only episode three. You can't kill him because then we've got no more movies. And what are we going to do? <laughs> so uh, I, I, you know, but I feel like Yoda certainly should be able to take an apprentice. You know, I mean, we're not talking about the Sith master, you know, I mean, and I just I'm I'm aghast that you guys and I appreciate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Darth Vader, serious presence attack kind of guy. But, you know, to have any apprentice taking a master, I, I just don't see it. OK, yeah, I mean, and, and that's and that's fair, too, because we're not talking about like just some old crusty, you know, green guy like this is the again like you said master of the jedi council like you know the headmaster like this is this is the dude this is the most powerful um i'm yeah, not the sure. only yeah. one of the council basically to survive order 66 exactly yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, I like, that's that's kind of the, that's kind of where i was giving vader credit for is that you know when we see them both in the original trilogy yoda is in hiding vader is out there honing his skills and fighting jedi and getting acclimated to his yeah his cybernetic attachments and whatnot and the only thing i, I would think then is if yoda could beat vader even on vader's best day why didn't he well i personally was thinking about that it's like oh well what needs to happen is uh, you know, Yoda, you because it, that that whole fight in episode three seemed predicated on we've got to fight them both simultaneously. I personally, if yeah. I had Yoda, I'd have been like, Obi-Wan, you come with me. We'll kill uh, Palpatine and then both of us will go and we'll kill Vader. <laughs> you know, It's like we'll just double team them two against one in both cases and end the threat of the Sith like that. I mean, I didn't see how, oh, well, yeah, each one of us has to go separately to do our thing. And in fact, that was kind of jacked up because, hell, Obi-Wan, well, actually, Obi-Wan didn't do his part. He should have, at the end, instead of just walking away, he should have gone and stuck his lightsaber through Vader's head. Just and finished, finished him off, it. yeah. Yeah, exactly, you know, as opposed to, oh, well, I'll just let him linger in agony and die painfully like that. As opposed yeah, on to fire. putting him out of his mercy and putting him out of his uh, misery. I mean, that just that didn't seem like a very brotherly kind of thing to do. I mean, it just seemed like, you know, oh, don't leave him like that, dude. Damn. You really? Really? Oh, man. You know. So anyway, but I, I, I thought they could have gone about it a completely different way. But there again, it was only episode three. We had seen how this thing was supposed to turn out. It was like, right. oh, OK. I mean, and, you know, but there was a lot of stuff that I mean, because I remember from, what was it, episode six, when, uh, you know, Luke asked Leia, oh, do you remember your mother, your real mother? And she's like, yeah, she was, you know, eh, beautiful, but sad and da 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 da. And I'm like, well, that's a really good memory, seeing as how uh, both of y'all were babies when she died and you never really knew her, you know, I mean, so I, I wish they had played that a little bit differently because, you know, you would have liked to have seen. Padme live for a while on um, uh, Alderaan, maybe, and then die of a broken heart or something, as opposed to, oh, I basically die in childbirth. And then as it turned out, 
Luke was the older twin anyway, you know? So it's like, well, damn, how come you don't remember any of this, you know? So anyway, but they, yeah, but they jacked it up. I mean, you know, the, yeah. the timeline got all messed up and they had to retcon a bunch of stuff and it, it was, it was just messed up. So, I mean, you can't, as it, and regrettably, you can't rely on anything that they said in a lot of these movies, but Hey, bottom yeah. line was the Sith had to win and then the Sith had to lose, but then they didn't really lose because you got a whole nother trilogy. And it turns out that Palpatine wasn't really dead after all, you know? So, well, you'll so. notice none of those characters or none of that's on this list. That we're comparing <laughs> right now, so. Pretty much. Now yeah. that you point that out, <laughs> yeah. we left them off for a reason. Um, MC, what's your, uh, your input on this Darth Vader versus Yoda fight. MC, are you there? Wake up, MC. <laughs> Us nerds are done babbling about this thing. Sorry, just, I just realized that was on mute. I had to yell at my dog and I oh, forgot I, I let, left, my, left myself on mute. You were asleep. <laughs> um, no, um, without... <laughs> What I was saying is uh, I'm actually siding with Yuli on on this one, and it's it's primarily because of uh, uh, two things. One one is something that he mentioned, which was can't imagine the apprentice beating the master, and that that yeah. was kind of that was kind of the angle I was I was going to take. Like even with my uh, ignorance compared to uh, uh, you guys on uh, on Star Wars characters, it I just. I would always side with the master over the apprentice if, if, if I have to. And from everything I've read and the way people talk about Yoda, he sounds like he is arguably the strongest character, one of the strongest, if not the strongest character, um, even in his elder age. So I, I think in a straight up fight, I, I would, I would pick him as the, as the master. Yeah. And the second thing is uh, Mike, something you mentioned in the first one, um, you mentioned um, when it came to Yoda's fighting style that um, uh, how'd you describe his fighting style again? So basically, like what he does is he ends up ch like channeling the Force through him. So he's like a conduit for the Force, and the f that's why he's able to go from like oh I have to crutch around with this little um, with this uh, cane that I use all the time, but then when it's time to fight, he drops the cane and he's like flipping and bouncing all over the place. So like I feel like yeah that, i mean that's basically how yeah. how he fights yeah and so like just based on that i would feel like he has a mobility edge over vader in a in a straight up fight also so I, I i would take yoda if i had to okay i mean don't it's... leave me on an island here lunsford don't leave me on an <laughs> island here buddy come on come to the dark side yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the problem is, is we do a tiebreaker for this one I mean, we could because, like, I I understand where Yoda could win this. I, I could see him winning conceivably the concept of the master defeating the apprentice. Yes. But Darth Vader is no regular apprentice. This is not like, oh, he's just a, he's just a boy. Oh, he's just learning. Like, this is somebody that changed the face of the universe of the galaxy that he lived in because everything changed because of Darth Vader. He defeated how many other Jedi that were in that temple, like just, just, just mowed them down. No Jedi stood a chance against him at all. The only one that was able to defeat him, one, his former master, because he was overconfident 
to his own son. And that's like I, I don't even really count that as a defeat because he really didn't. He wasn't all in on that fight. Like at this point, he was no longer the same Darth Vader that we had seen. Like he was still I mean, he he fought him and he, and he goaded him into turning to the dark side, essentially to defeat him when he was fighting Luke. But like that was the moment that turned him back to the good side. I Yoda's strong. I just don't see a fully powered, pissed off Darth Vader marching into a fight with Yoda and Yoda beating him. Like, if we're really getting down to it, too, like, let's just say it is on Dagobah. Yoda doesn't have a lightsaber anymore. He lost it on the battle on Coruscant against um, the Emperor. So it's basically a dude with a lightsaber and the dark side versus an old man with a stick and the force. Yes, the force is a powerful ally, as Yoda has said on many occasions. But I just don't see him in his one elevated age two lack of a Jedi weapon. Like, I just don't see him beating Vader. So I'm, I'm, I think we're tied right now at two to two. So we're going to have to go back to the infamous coin flip from Steve Monick to see who moves on to the next round. As I'm getting my coin, I just want to make one last case for Vader here. <laughs> In my opinion, since the moment he turned to Darth Vader, he's we only see him lose two battles to Obi-Wan and to Luke. Yeah. And I still have always felt in my in, you know, my own kind of head cannon. He kept saying, I hate you and want to fight you. And I and I despise you to Obi-Wan out loud because he's trying to convince himself he is not fully committed to evil and dark uh, when he's fighting Obi-Wan. He still has a piece that he he loves Obi-Wan. He wants to maintain that relationship somewhere deep down. And that's why he lost to Obi-Wan in that fight. But then after that, he becomes this, you know, curb stomping terror across the galaxy, slaughtering Jedi, fulfilling Order 66. And it's not until that fight with Luke um, you know, because he's obviously toying with him in Empire. He doesn't want to kill him. He's just fooling around with him and stuff. And then when he's actually fighting him for real, even then he kind of holds back a little bit in, in his Empire fight. So I think there is no love loss at all for Yoda. Uh, the whole not being made a master on the council. I think he despises everyone in the Jedi Order other than than Obi-Wan. And he would dip fully into the power of the dark side and really show what he can do. That's a really good point, too. Well, like, yeah. let, let me counter with that. We know that the dark side is not as powerful. I mean, so that's the first thing. I, I, you know, I, you're, this romanticism of Darth Vader, I mean, it's just that. The, the good side is more powerful. Yoda, if only for that reason, should be able to defeat him. You've mentioned the legions of people that Darth Vader defeated. I mean, all these Jedi in the temple— yeah, and, and and that's fine. But he was, bear in mind, he might, he wasn't granted the rank of Jedi Master, but he was sitting on the council. He was one of the most powerful Jedi at that time. And he just didn't run up on anybody else who was nearly as powerful as him until he fought Obi-Wan. All those people, I mean, the frickin', unless you're suggesting one of them little toddler Jedi was going to beat him. I mean, he was just up against... People who were lesser than he, again, up until he faced Obi-Wan, you know? And then when he fought Obi-Wan in uh, A New Hope, Obi-Wan was, I mean, that, that, all right, that wasn't a real fight. Obi-Wan wasn't really trying to beat him in that fight. Um, Luke in um, Empire Strikes Back, yeah, he was toying with him the whole time. He didn't even have two hands on the saber. For the, for the majority of the time. But the yeah. only time that we saw him 
go up against somebody who was well-trained and prepared for him because, hey, by the time Return of the Jedi rolled around, Luke was more than his equal. And, you know, he didn't, I mean, yeah, he got angry because, actually, I don't even know that was so much anger. I mean, that, I mean, certainly there was some dark-sidedness there because Luke got really focused. And when, uh, when Vader threatened to go after Leia, that was what turned him. He was like, no, you know, it's like, I can't let you go after my sister. You know, it's like, cause he had already dangled. Oh yeah. Your friends, blah, blah, whatever. Oh wait, you got a sister. Oh fuck you. After I kill you, I'm gonna turn your sister to the dark side. motherfucker. Yeah. And it's like, Oh damn. You know? And so, you know, this, this kid, you know, but who was very strong with the force who had still been trained, then he overcame it. And that too was a sign of the weakness of him being a cyborg, you know? I mean, because, man, when after he cut the hand off and he had him kind of broken and, you know, even the breathing mechanism wasn't working right anymore. I mean, that was kind of clicking and wheezing and all that. It was like, ooh, damn, you know, you're really in kind of bad shape, aren't you? You know, but, hey, but if you're going up against resistance fighters or people who don't have the force or people with blasters— yeah, you got a decided advantage. Generals in the Starfleet, yeah, they can't mess with you. You know, but somebody who is actually trained, somebody who has the force, somebody who has the good side of the force. You know, I mean, I just don't see again, I just don't see Yoda losing that fight. I don't care how old he is. And it, heck, even if you want to go to the whole lightsaber thing, yeah, Luke built made another saber. Who's to say we just never saw a situation where Yoda had to pull the freaking saber out? Quite frankly, I was shocked in um, Revenge of the Sith when Palpatine had a lightsaber. It was like, oh, wait, you got a lightsaber? Oh, damn, check you out, you know? Well, I guess Not you would, you know, but, you know, if you don't have to use it, eh, you know, I mean, and one would have to assume that he still had one even in um, Return of the Jedi, but hey, he didn't have to use it. It's like, oh, I'm going to hit you with the the beams of dark side power and all that, you know? Well, but, and not that I'm interested in helping Yuli's case at all, but since <laughs> me and Mike opened the door, in that Infinity's comic we referenced at the very beginning, he does give Leia a lightsaber on Dagobah. So That's Yoda true. definitely did have a lightsaber on Dagobah in that version that we have used as a, uh, a yeah. point to distribute right, fair. <laughs> and like, that's the other thing too, is he is so powerful that he, like, that's the other thing is like, why was he so okay with just giving up his saber? Because he doesn't need it. He's that strong. So it's honestly, like it's more so just, just the, the story, like in my head, I see it not making more sense, but like being better as a story of Vader ends up finding a way to defeat Yoda. Um, but like, I mean, we 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 voted the way we voted, so we're on two to the two. coin flip. Yeah, Let's go to the coin flip. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm not coin. do I'm not I doing do. a best of. It's just going to be one. Exactly. All right. I now put which, I put now a which is a, which. <laughs> All right, I put it the the it's a black dot. So Darth Vader wears a black suit. So that's oh, okay. that. And then Yoda is on the light side. So that's how I'm going to remember, because if I don't say it out loud, I won't remember. <laughs> well, I think we're all going to we're all listening in this case. Yeah. All right. So who is the, it? the force is strong with coin flip Yoda. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. <laughs> Yoda moves on to the final four. Yeah, there we right. go. All right. So that. moving on to the left side of the bracket, we've got I I don't feel like this is going to be a fair fight. We've got Captain Marvel versus Ryu. It's is more there, fair than the next one. Yeah, I, is there, 
I think we can safely say Captain Marvel and Superman are the ones moving on here. Basically, right, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to talk about it, that's fine. But now let's go back and talk more about Yoda and Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Legends Extended Universe, right? <laughs> you know, I don't. This uh, we, is we, one. We need to ask George Lucas about this. <laughs> yeah, we might have to. Um, yeah, Ryu doesn't doesn't hold a can. He doesn't have a snowball's chance yeah. in hell of beating Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is is flying right through his chest, and it's over. Like it's yeah, no, that's not not a shot. Now, Superman versus Captain America. Yuli, is there any precedent with this? Have the have these two fought before? Mm, no. They I mean, you know, they're, they're, together they, before. They, they fought. I was gonna say they fought side by side, but you know, nah, fighting each other, nah, because they're both too good. Right. Yeah. They wouldn't you know, fight I each mean, other. Yeah, exactly. You know? Unless you put Captain America in the Batman role of Batman versus Superman, where I could see Captain America saying no, because he wouldn't do that. No, because, again, Captain America's got too good of a moral fortitude and he would yeah. never be like, well, this alien is dangerous. So therefore we have to kill him. Like, nah, man, like that, that would never happen. Yeah. Not unless it was Nazi cap, in which case. That would be a messed up version of Cap. and That's true. Uh, yeah, we really got to suspend some disbelief here, right? And then again, too, the only way that Cap is going to hold a candle against Superman is if, like, he has some, like, kryptonite-edged sh shield, you know? Like, and even then, I feel like Supes would find a way around that. Well, if somehow, you know, Cap got Thor's hammer, although one could arguably say if Cap was trying to use Thor's hammer against Superman— he probably couldn't lift it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow. There you go. No, at that point, you ain't worthy no more. It's like, what? You well, want to fight this guy? Nah. Even, nah. even Valhalla agrees that Cap has no chance against Superman, so Superman moves on easily. Um, I like our, our one side had some debate to it, but the left side was like, no, pretty easy. <laughs> and we're done. So we've got a, we've got a final four of Superman – and Captain Marvel, and then we've got Shazam, or yeah, Shazam and Yoda. Yoda versus Shazam, Superman versus Captain Marvel. I mean, we got some uh, a pretty damn good episode for next week, guys. That'll be that'll be fun to talk about. Um, any any like takeaways from this, guys? Was there anything that like we missed, or anything you were just like, no, this was BS. Um, um. This is going to be protested. I'm taking this to the committee later because of the decision that was made. <laughs> well, I'm I'm shocked at uh, how much you guys were romanticizing Darth Vader. That's like, wow. You know, we got like some people who have some serious flirtations with the dark side over well, here. You know? Here's, here's my take pretty on obvious it. to me that Yoda was going to win this one. It's like, you, oh, wait a minute. You know, you guys who are serious fans, yeah. serious, serious fans and, you know, wanting to give it to Vader. I'm I'm you know, a little shocked. You want to know what the biggest difference is, is that like with, with Yoda, we haven't gotten as much story with Vader. There has been so much done. Yoda is still for the most part, relatively mysterious. They, they really don't go into too much detail with his character other than he's old and he's powerful. Dude, with, with Vader species. Yeah, exactly. We, we, know no, we know nothing 
about the species or anything like that. So like that's really more of what it is. And I'm, I'm I think Steve and I would both would both kind of attest to this is that part of the reason why I chose Vader is because I know way more about Vader than I do about Yoda. And like I've seen what Vader can do. Yoda, not really that much. We've only seen him do it a couple of times. All we know is that he's powerful. And that's what everybody says. But we don't have anything really to back that up other than a few fights. And honestly, all the fights that we've seen of him, for the most part, he loses. Well, I mean, he didn't lose to Count. Vader. I mean, I, I, you know, he didn't lose to Count Dooku, though. And, you know, I mean, I understand where you're going with all of that, um, you know. But, hey, there's losing like you lose and you die. And then there's losing, oh, somehow you get to walk away from this fight, you know. Yeah. I mean, because both of those, if, if yeah. You know, but again, that part of that was the nature of the story. I mean, they couldn't have Yoda win that fight. I mean, and, and it seemed somewhat contrived to me the way that that fight developed in Revenge of the Sith, because when they were going like basically body up in the office, it was kind of going more Yoda's way. And then, you know, they get out there into the Senate chamber and all of a sudden here's Palpatine, you know, throwing, you know, platforms at Yoda. And it's like, wow, okay, what, what's going on here? It's like, how did, how did we get to this? You know, and Yoda kept like, oh, I got the saber ignited. I'm coming for it. Oh, damn. got to put saber away to deflect this stuff. Okay. I got the saber out again here. Oh, damn. I got to put the saber away again. Uh, you know, so it was just, I, I didn't care for the way that fight developed. And even Yoda's reasoning, oh, I, I've been defeated into exile, I must go. Wait a minute, why don't y'all spin that thing around and you come at him again another way? It's like, you damn You go hide feeding, for six know? months. You go, you go hunker down for six months and then pop out when they're least expecting you. You can clearly hide in a lot of tiny little shipping crates or something. You're not a big dude. You know, sneak onto a Death Star and, and stab Vader in the face. Six months, six hours, you know? It's like, come back at him, you yeah. know? What are you doing? It's because there was nobody else, you know? I mean, they had, there were no Sith, and the rest of you got basically clones and droids. It's like this this guy was going to be the only thing standing in your way. I mean, I you know, again, go get Obi-Wan, and the both of you come. Either that or wait on... You know what you call it? Um, uh, God, crap! I can't think of the name of the the, the volcano planet there. Mustafar. Um, Mustafar. Thank you. Wait there until he comes because you didn't kill Vader. It's just wait there and then jump on him when he gets there. You know, kill him there. You know, I mean, it was like, oh man. You know, it was just that 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 was it was that part was poorly written. I just thought it was very poorly. written. So. Well, then that's the that's the criticism of the prequels, right? It's like, well, we already know where they need to get to. Now we're just finding out how they get there. And then it was kind of like, oh, OK, we got a lot of loose ends. We got to tie up real fast here. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's funny, too, because I thought that Revenge of the Sith was the best of the three prequels. I would agree. Um, I mean, yeah. as sad as it was, you know, I mean, ooh. I've I've heard and I'm still struggling to try to get there. It's. I feel like you could put episode one and episode two together into one ep into one movie and then just watch three by itself and then you'd be good because like one is a long movie that really doesn't get, it, it it's fine but yeah two is okay three is good. I mean I, yep. I still haven't finished suffering through one yet and what I've <laughs> seen of two 
I I I kind of want to skip it outright, but yeah, it, it's you know, got it's got some moments that are pretty cool. Like, but overall, yeah. If it's not your cup of tea, it's it's just not your cup of tea. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, you don't the, have. My to... problem is I'm a completionist, so like I want to see it just so I can say I've I've seen it and I've seen everything that this franchise has to offer. Yeah. On that note, guys, we will be back next week with another episode where we finish the final four of the March Massacre bracket. Um, in fact, this was fun. We And based on some things that we talked about offline, we might introduce some other uh, some other IPs in here. At, at, at one point, we were talking about seeing if we could add in um, the Dragon Ball Z characters. I think that would be a lot yeah, of maybe fun. Maybe some Harry Potter oh, yeah. characters. Some Harry Potter characters might be pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of some other characters that might be pretty fun as well. Um Making a list right now. Shoot, yeah. I'd, I'd like I said, I'd like to see James Bond 007 go up against yeah. somebody. Yeah, I James Bond. Uh, I tried to think of like something from the Star Trek universe, but the problem with Star Trek is it doesn't really lend itself to like superheroes. And like Q, the closest you're gonna get. Yeah, but that's like saying, uh, okay, know, so who's gonna win in a fight, Superman or Q? Q can just snap Superman <laughs> out of existence. You know, like God or anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Who wins in a fight, Jesus like, or Q? Well, I don't know. Yeah, like Mr. Mr. Spock or Commander Data or something like that. Worf. You know, you could stick Worf into a bunch of these fights. I mean, shoot, like Worf versus Ryu. I might have taken Worf. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or like that. That might be fun where we do one non-powered people because. Think about it. Like we're like Moon Knight versus Captain Marvel. Oh well, there's no way Moon Knight stands stands a chance. M- Moon Knight versus Batman. Eh, it might be an interesting fight. You know, Moon Knight versus Worf. Uh, okay, now we're talking. Now we're now we're getting somewhere here. Like those sorts of things where we only take people where it's just hand to hand combat sort of thing. Like the Punisher, for instance. You can't put the Punisher against anybody with superpowers because unless he's got like some magic. Um, a radiated bullet or something like that. He's not going to stand a chance. Wasn't that your excuse for how he beat Captain Marvel last year? We were trying to to (laughs) justify it and it didn't work. Like we were, Steve and I really, really tried. We did. And we were like, "Eh." I thought he advanced. He didn't advance. He did originally when we wrote it like six years ago. But the problem is when we wrote it six years ago, this was before Captain Marvel was like uh, unstoppable. Oh, so that was comic book Captain Marvel. Yes, exactly. Well, and and Uh, the other problem I remember too is like again going all the way back to the first beginning of the first podcast. You know, I love March Madness basketball, and there are always upsets. Yeah. And like that that point, like we were like three quarters away in the bracket, and it was just chalk, 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 chalk. And we're like, can there please be an upset? Can someone who (laughs) thinks like, you know what, this person has no business in winning this fight, and they like find some way to do it? And what we ended up doing is. Oh, it man. was Batman, but he kept going further and further than than was expected. You know, like you expect Batman to win some fights, but then when he gets up some real heavy hitters, you're like, how is this dude even going to compete? And that's kind of how we did an upset, and he made it to like the final four or something like that. Because <laughs> Punisher took out Captain Marvel, yeah. or something like that, where like the Punisher took out somebody really, really powerful, and we ended up replacing Captain Marvel. Like Captain Marvel took the place of somebody else because we were like, yeah, let's not use this character. Let's put, you know, Carol Danvers in here because now she's a big deal. When we started like re redoing it, when we tried to do it again last year, um, but putting in Carol Danvers didn't make sense with the original script that we had written because the original script was like, I can't remember who it was. Steve, do you remember who it was that like Punisher took out with like, oh, it might have been the Hulk. 
Yeah, or like She-Hulk or something. It's like someone like he had like a gamma bullet or something like that. Yeah, a gamma sure, sure, sure. bullet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, and like with the original, the way we had it, it wasn't just like a straight up fight. There were rules. So like you literally could get like counted out of the ring. So if you were like out of the arena for more than like a minute, then you lost. And like, that's how the Joker ended up beating Captain Marvel was the Joker was like, oh, well, you know, this is all well and good. And I'm sure you're going to blow a hole right through my head. But then you'll never know where um, what was what was her friend, um, the the pilot from the Monica, movie. Monica name? Rambeau. Thank you. Um, Maria. Maria, or Maria Rambo. Maria, yeah. yeah. You'll never know where Maria and her daughter is because I've hidden them somewhere. And my my Joker gas is going to kill them in 30 seconds um, unless you go save them. And she's like, crap. And Joker already knows that in order for her to get there, it's going to take her 31 seconds to get there and then 30 seconds to get back. So it'll be like a timeout. So she goes and she flies as fast as she possibly can. She saves uh, Maria and she comes back just to get counted out. And the Joker's like, ha ha ha, you lose, you lose, you lose. But then like, she still like breaks the Joker's jaw. Like it's, <laughs> that was how we ended up like ending that. And then like in the next round, the Joker like limps into it with a broken jaw and Batman's like, this isn't even a challenge. And like, just like finishes off the Joker. Um, yeah, so like Batman basically is is one of those teams that gets to the final four because something bad happened to another team along the way, and like well, he just kind of like lucks into it. See that? Well, no, it's funny. Weird. That that's actually what happened in the Hunger Games simulator. That happened. Right. All the superpower people were literally taking out each other. Yeah, and then Batman just survived them all. <laughs> that's how he ended up winning he was just there <laughs> well and that's the problem with a march madness style bracket because you know it, it's all right maybe on the right day xavier is going to beat kentucky but you know it's like luke skywalker isn't going to be able to beat superman any kind of way and you got to get into these contrivances oh well yes yeah. luke you come to find out that the, the kyber crystal powering the saber <laughs> is actually kryptonite. Oh, wow, Luke wins. You know, it's an upset. You know, hey, you know like... what? That was a good idea, goddammit. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was very clever. It was Thank very you. clever. That's all I, I mean, needed. Just, just a little validation. The best one we had, though, is we had, we had, it was in the first round, right? It was, it was Professor Xavier against Supergirl. And what Professor Xavier ends up doing is he basically gets in, in uh, uh, Kara Zor-El's head and just convinces her that the fighting is just not going to be worth it. And she's just like, yeah, I guess you're right. You know what, Mr. Xavier, you can move on. And he's like, you know what, and I'll, I'll get you free tuition to uh, the Xavier School for the Gifted, you know, after this is over. And she's like, oh, that'll be great. Like, it's, it was just so stupid. But like, <laughs> that sounds laugh. like CW Supergirl for sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. But also, too, it sounds like something like Professor Xavier would do before they turned him into, like, this Machiavellian douchebag, like he's been in the comics in recent years, where he was just, like, this nice old man who just wants to help people you know like of course Kara, we can do this well all right if you say so like it was yeah that one was fun and then there was um my my favorite still is from the very first time we did this um in the very first about? round clayface no oh, well that that one's the best joke this is the yeah. best like idea i had where yeah. clayface uh you know batman's villain and and venom from spider-man's uh, rogues gallery <laughs> fight each other and the the clay and then the the venom symbiote fuse together and they make a new entity called venom face and <laughs> venom face is just the entity that wins that round and then it just continues on throughout the tournament 
being yeah. extremely powerful because it's got all these venom powers, but it also like shape shift and create like shapes out of like the clay symbiote stuff. Like you make like weapons and scythes and stuff out of its hands, and and it got it got pretty weird and powerful towards the end there. But oh yeah, it like consumed Gambit and stuff. Like it was yeah, yeah it was it, it got, was kicked to math. It yeah. got weird. Yeah, because you know venom eats people and stuff, and and with clay faces stuff in, in there you know like it made him even more powerful and larger and more adaptable and more agile so yeah um it got it got kind of weird but i like that one but the apache chief joke where <laughs> he just kicks black panther out of the ring because <laughs> he grows <laughs> to like the size of a stadium or whatever and just boots him <laughs> i felt so bad oh. doing that because that was before <laughs> black panther is like a big movie thing and i yeah. thought it'd be funny because they're in wakanda and everyone's cheering for black panther and then apache chief just kicks him and I felt bad that it was Black Panther afterwards, and he, but and he dis he disappears into the distance, like just yeah, just like one of those cartoons where he kicks him and he just turns into like one of those like shimmery little stars off in the distance, ding, and he's ding, just gone. And he disappears. Yeah. Yeah. It's so stupid. So, it's so stupid, but I, I don't know. It makes me laugh every time. It does. It makes me laugh too. But yeah, um, this is always fun. I, I'm glad that we actually have gotten down to a championship round of this. So we'll we'll finish that up next week. Um. I mean, I'm almost wondering, like looking at the bracket here, we've got it's Superman versus Captain Marvel and Shazam uh, versus Yoda. We could probably finish this in like a couple minutes. You guys want to finish this now? I'm up for whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, cool sure. with whatever. Let's do it. Let's finish this. All right. This is going to be the real one. This is the one that like for this is the one that I think is going to be the hardest to decide. Captain Marvel versus Superman. Um, yeah, this this isn't hard at all. Um, that movie Captain Marvel beats Superman. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, she was ridiculously powerful in these movies. <laughs> that was just yeah. ridiculously powerful. But here's the thing, and yeah. here's here's why I think Superman takes this fight. Um, if we're if we're stacking super, like movie versions of them, uh, Captain Marvel just learned about her powers like I don't know ten minutes ago. If we're taking her right out of that Captain Marvel movie. Superman, on the other hand, is way more experienced. I still feel like he's got her on strength. I think he's got her in speed. I think that those like photon blasts that she has gives her a little bit of an advantage. But Superman's just way more experienced and he will be able to defeat her based on his just experience level. He's he's got more under his belt than she does. That's why I'm taking Superman. Uh, I I disagree. I think I think Captain Marvel gets it really easy. Get really. Uh can't speak really easily one okay. she 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 absorbs energy i mean okay. it, it, anything superman hits her with she can absorb and use that right back at him with even more force because she absorbs energy i i i, I think she i think she takes it pretty easily i, I mean she could very powers. easily just drag him into space and suffocate him honestly well superman superman can, doesn't have to breathe superman can fly in space Danny? Yeah. I think he's got to hold his breath, though. Does he? I mean, he's yeah. definitely flown in space yeah. on multiple occasions, though, hasn't he? Yeah, but oh, he yeah. did have to take a ship to Krypton. If he could fly in space, he would have just flown there, right? Yeah, I suppose. Well, I'm if, just trying if he's going to gonna be there for any extended period because he's got to the way they do it now, he's got to hold his breath. And it just oh. so happens he can hold his breath for a really long time. Yeah. But if you're talking about like the weeks it takes to get to Krypton <laughs> or something, it's like, oh, Watch me hold my I'm going to be in space for an extended period. I guess I'd be in a really long time. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you're just so, going to be there for like a couple of hours, it's like, oh, I can hold my breath that long. Superhuman strength, speed, endurance, and stamina, energy projection and absorption. Ah, yeah, the absorption. See, I didn't know about the absorption. I guess that's going to be like the, the game changer, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, I think the way they play her up in the movie, she just hit him with enough energy to knock him down. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and, and but bear in mind, this was a character that was created for a specific purpose because they needed her to be like the deus ex machina for um, Avengers uh, Infinity War. Yeah. And so, you know, oh, well, she's got to be powerful enough that she can fight Thanos. And so, all right, yeah, well, here you go. We're going to power you up and, you know, we're going to establish that by you basically destroying these planet killer bombs and making Ronan and the Kree starships flee for their lives. And, you know, I mean, hey, don't get me wrong. I love Superman. If we're talking about the comic book Captain Marvel, he runs rings around her. But, you know, this character in the movies is just so ridiculously powerful, even Superman. I don't think could resist this Captain Marvel's powers, which is why I give it to Captain Marvel in this case. All right, Steve, you're the uh, you're the deciding vote here. If it's if you go with Captain Marvel, it's over, and she goes on to the finals. I'm not trying to sway your vote or anything like that, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying like you know you sided with me during the the great Yoda Darth Vader fight of 2020. <laughs> so I feel like I owe you, even though you I kind of agree with Yuli and honestly, FC. honestly, like, like I'm, yeah, I'm of the belief that they've made such uh, compelling arguments that like I could see Captain Marvel in her current OP status beating Superman. So yeah, and if it was, if we were taking like all of it into consideration, like if we were taking like all of the history of Carol Danvers, you know, and all the history of, you know, kal you know what I mean? And all their versions, movie, comics, that's a much, much closer race to me. But the way we've been kind of portraying it where it's kind of your movie version, I, I agree. Captain Marvel is so freaking OP, you yeah. know, e even compared to Superman, you know, and, and not that in the movie Superman doesn't do some amazing things, but. You know, I, I do believe a man can fly, but I believe Captain Marvel is going to fly a little higher on this one. OK. All right. It's yeah. Captain Marvel in the finals. OK. The other one that we've got from this bracket is uh, Shazam and Yoda. Those are our matchups. Um, who are we taking in Shazam and Yoda? Um, MC, you can go ahead and start with this one. Oh, I'm I'm the worst person to start with. <laughs> I will go I'll, I'll go last on this. Okay. One. Okay. Um, here I'll give you my take on this one. Um, Yoda possessing the Force would try to use that to affect Shazam's mind, and I think that that's how he ends up winning this one. That that's how Yoda moves on because again the experience factor. Like, yes, he is a different person when he is Shazam. He's not Billy Bastion, but I, I just don't see him being able to take down the most powerful Jedi we've seen ever. So I'm going with Yoda. I really would like to hear Yoli's take on this because yeah, he's yeah, been a very, too. very strong Yoda proponent, but now he's not against, you know, a bad guy. So good guy versus good guy. Does Yoda still hold up? Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good question. You know, I'm looking at these two. The one thing that gives me pause is the fact that 
Captain Marvel's power is magic. Ben, I'm sorry, I keep Shazam. I should call him not to confuse anything. Um, you if know, we have, but, if we have uh, Shazam versus Captain Marvel, that's going to get super yeah, yeah, confusing. Will, that's going to be a nightmare. Marvel I vote for Captain Yoda Marvel. just because of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and and it's, um, I mean, it was a lot more clear cut uh, with. Uh, well, actually, it was it was tougher with Yoda and Wonder Woman. I thought that Yoda Darth Vader thing was pretty clear cut. Um, I think. I think Shazam matches up better against Yoda than Wonder Woman did exactly, but it's still, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think that the force could affect Captain Marvel's mind. I mean, I thought it was pretty much established that the weak minded could only be affected by the force. And certainly Captain Marvel's mind is, is, you know, very strong. Um, again, that whole fact that his powers are magic based, I feel like that makes it tougher with Yoda too. You know, I mean, I, um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd like to, I don't know. <laughs> this is another one of those kind of like, wow, Yoda and Wonder Woman ones. I mean, you know, it, Yoda's, Yoda's a tough one. You know, it's, you know, he's, he's, he's a tough one. I, I don't think that, I mean, it absolutely would be the force powers because it's the same deal with the lightsaber as it was with Luke and Superman, but his, his force powers are so, incredible. I mean, even if we're just talking about the telekinesis, I can just imagine waves of telekinesis, you know, going up against Yoda. I mean, I don't know, maybe the speed gives Shazam the advantage. You know, he uses the speed of Mercury and gets in on Yoda and like knocks him out before Yoda can do anything or something. But, um, you know, if Yoda's, if Yoda's ready for him or has some kind of force field or something like that, I just, uh, I don't think, I don't think that you can just call it like that, you know? I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, talking myself into something with the speed thing here, but I yeah. just, I don't know that that's enough to take out a Jedi. I mean, you know, we've seen Jedi use the force to increase their speed. I mean, basically super speeding, you know? I mean, so I, you know, the force is pretty versatile. That's, and that's that's why I'm taking Yoda in this too. Well, I was gonna say is 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 the full is the I guess the peak level of being a Jedi higher or better than the speed of a god? Like does this one supersede the other? Well, even a Padawan, because in um, we call it um, the Phantom Menace, when uh, they had to get out of there, um, you know, they were they were being attacked by these. Uh, destroyer droids um, in uh, you know on the uh, Trade Federation starship, and uh, and they like whew, they were like pew, they were gone. It was like Roadrunner the way those guys moved. I was like, <laughs> yeah. damn, you know. So now that was the only time I saw that, but they demonstrated that as a power. Yeah, you know, oh, the Force can give you enhanced speed. So eh, I don't know, Steve. I don't know. Do we think with the cavalcade of powers that Shazam has, I'd, I wouldn't think that he's necessarily invulnerable to a lightsaber. You know, we've been talking a lot about the force powers and everything like that, but 
you know, we do have to remember that Yoda's bringing a weapon to this, and yeah. Shazam shoots lightning, but we've already seen Loda, Yoda literally deflect lightning with his with his lightsaber, or even catch lightning in his hand in his and kind hand, of diffuse yeah. it. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, Shazam's ranged weapon kind of gets defeated there, so it becomes strength and speed against whatever, you know, limitations the Force has to enhance Yoda's strength and speed. You know, but I feel like if Yoda could cut off a limb or something here, we're, we're you know, we're looking pretty good for Yoda. Yeah. Well, if he could actually cut off a limb and, yeah. you know, what and I've that, seen. And that was the question. Is, is yeah. Shazam susceptible to a lightsaber hit? Well, I, I, you know, Shazam, I don't know that Shazam has the same level of invulnerability that Superman does. I don't. I mean, from what I know of the character, I don't see... Well, first thing, I don't see Yoda actually hitting him with the lightsaber. But if he did, I don't know that... I mean, I could see him maybe getting burned by it or something. I don't think it would penetrate him. You know, but I, I think that he would be a little more... Maybe slightly more vulnerable to it than Superman would be. I mean, I don't see it even burning Superman. But, you know, Captain Marvel? Eh. I don't know. I mean, you know, all that, the strength and the, you know, endurance and the stamina and all that stuff, you know, they, they've, you know, I mean, he's bulletproof, but, you know, I mean, we're not talking about a bullet. We're talking about this energy plasma stuff, you know, that basically really super hot stuff that cuts through the strongest metal, you know, although I got to wonder, I mean, if a lightsaber, even a lightsaber could cut through you know, some of those super metals like adamantium or promethium or the way they play up uh, vibranium now, even vibranium, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I, well, I here's I here's the other question is if yeah. if Shazam is hit by a lightning bolt, it turns him back into Billy, correct? He has to say that he has to say his name. Yeah. And even that, because I, I, I'm not clear on the whole ranged weapon thing. I mean, when I've seen him use the lightning bolt thing, it's because he'll he'll I mean, he, he calls the lightning on himself and the bolt hits him and somebody else. Now, it turns him, but somebody else is getting hit by a lightning bolt, you know, so um, that that's not one that he really wants to use. And yeah. in fact, um, when I I saw that in um, Kingdom Come. Because he was wreaking havoc with Superman in that shit. But again, Superman is particularly susceptible to magic. Yeah. So that's why you want to have a Shazam going up against Superman because he's kind of got the edge in a fight like that. You know, Yoda, I, I don't know. I mean, I want to say that the speed would make a difference, but the force is just so, you know, it's it, it gives you so many different advantages, you know? I mean... I, I I'm I I'd be willing to settle for a coin toss on that. Yeah, I think I think so too. I actually had to look. I just looked up. I if it, I think if Shazam were going by the the old guy the old uh, pantheon the the traditional uh, Solomon Achilles and all of them, then yeah, I think it's more of a coin flip. If it's the new god pantheon, I I think it would be kind of one sided in in his favor, but. It's. I think so far we've been going by the old god pantheon, so I, I would agree that it would. I I think this is a coin flip. I well, I don't we, know if I can pick any. Well, let's just we've go been ahead going and pencil more Yoda the movies and stuff. You know, I mean. Oh well, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. 
Because I was gonna say because the new the new guy Pantheon would 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 also have he would he 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 would have the ability to heal himself, which I think would kind of in in uh, give him the advantage of uh, being able to heal in battle. In addition to like a boatload of other things. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's too hard to it's too too hard yeah. to call. And like, I, I, go ahead. The me- I think the thing that we're going to learn from this, though, is that... Not to include Yoda in these anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to estab- we need to establish parameters for which character it is, because, um, for instance, with Shazam, we need to know what Shazam we're talking about. Because I'm literally reading something that, here that says that, like, at one point Shazam is fighting Superman, and he says Shazam to bring down a lightning bolt, and Superman lifts him up. And blocks the lightning bolt with Shazam's body, and it turns him back into Billy Bastion. So I'm like, okay, so if yeah. Superman can do that, then why wouldn't Yoda just use the Force and redirect the lightning bolt right at Shazam to turn him into Billy and be like, little boy, it's time for me to leave, you know? And like well, that'd be the end of the fight. Assuming that Yoda knew, I mean, you know, Superman had the advantage of being very familiar yeah. with Billy Batson and Shazam, and he knew how all that stuff worked, and. He had gotten hit by the lightning a couple of times before he pulled that move, you know. Yeah. So because that was, as I recall, that was in Kingdom Come. So I, I but I, again, I don't, you know, the way you guys were describing this thing with the Joker actually in advance of their fight, snatching up Maria Rambo and her daughter, <laughs> holding them, and yes, yeah. Captain Marvel, I have your friends, <laughs> you know, and all that. I mean, maybe. Yoda got the scouting report on this guy and he's ready. Again, he has the force. So he knows what's really in Captain Marvel's mind, you know, like he knows exactly like he, Ah, yeah. Where are you guys getting this from? That's not the way the force works as far as, I mean, you, you, when you go into like a force trance, maybe you can see the future. I mean, we've seen some of that, but in terms of, you know, the force allowing you to read somebody's mind, I ain't never heard of that. Your thoughts betray you, Luke. Your feelings for your yeah, friends are strong, especially for sister. Yes, yeah, you can. That, that you was totally can the, read But that, that was in the forefront of Luke's mind. My impression was that if there's something like that, and Luke was trying to, he was trying to suppress his thoughts because, you know, strong emotions, strong feelings like that, that was more what Vader was reading. It wasn't his thoughts. Vader was reading his feelings. You know, the force can allow you to do that. I don't, I don't see how, you know, oh, Yoda's like, oh, yes, I know that you get your power from the magic lightning. And I, that's that's a bit of a stretch for me. OK, so let me give you let me give you this then. OK, so Yoda is not reading. I mean, basically, like he has the ability to do that with really very little effort where like Billy's is like, who's this little green dude or Captain Marvel? Or Shazam is like, who's this little green dude? And he's like, oh, don't underestimate me. And he knows, again, we've seen this throughout Star Wars lore where you can you can essentially read people because Billy doesn't know what the heck's going on. Captain Marvel doesn't know exactly what Yoda can do, I would assume, unless we're establishing that he's fighting this character from Star Wars and it's a movie that he's seen and he knows who Yoda is. I mean, like, but again, this is why I was saying, like, the next time we do something like this, we really need to establish ground rules so we know what is and what isn't OK, yeah, because yeah, right well, now we're we're all just like we're all like grasping at straws to try to find a way for for this to go one way or the other. Well, the other side of it is if that's really the case, then there's some of these characters that aren't going to fight. 
You know, it's like Superman's like, I got nothing against you, Luke. Why am I going to fight you? You know, is there some freaking, you know, magic force that's making us fight? It's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to participate. You know, I mean, a bunch of them, it would be like that. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, what I, the, the, the leap I had made was, oh yeah, just purely for terms of, yeah, power against power you know, if they scrapped, who would win? I mean, so you're, you're taking motivation completely out of it. Yeah. Which, you know, in this case, I don't know, I suppose could be relevant with this whole Yoda thing, but you know, I mean, cause short of like, I don't know, like a Darth Vader who's like, Oh, you want me to kill this fucking Samus? I no problem. You know, it's like, I don't <laughs> who care. Else, who like, who no. else you want me to kill? I'll kill anybody. Yeah. Just tell me who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love killing. <laughs> oh, Yoda. Yeah, I don't even like him. You know? Oh, like... fuck that little green dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, what tournament? I already killed this guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, there's a tournament? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do this then. Okay, instead of trying to pick who's going to end up winning in these two matches, let's do this. Okay, let's do... Um, we've got Captain Marvel, um, versus Superman. We already decided Captain Marvel's mopping the floor. Okay. Captain Marvel versus Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel versus Shazam. Captain Marvel wins that one, right? Carol Danvers beats Billy Batson, correct? Yeah. You know, I, I think this movie version of Captain Marvel, yeah. uh, you know, she ends up being on top from yeah. pretty, I don't know. You know, Yoda, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, that here we thing, go again. <laughs> that force thing, man. You know, it's just like, oh, wait a minute. You know, it's like, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the little green dude had something to where, yeah, you know, oh, Captain Marvel, powerful are you? But you do not know the force. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Like, no, it's but... not the power of the force. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, she she shoots her photon blast at him and he redirects them right back at her. But then she absorbs them and then shoots them back at him. And it's just like this endless cycle. I don't know how that ends up going with her energy absorption thing. Like it's does she even have a weakness? It, uh, if I remember correctly, it really was all kind of like mental manipulation stuff like you can get in her head. Because uh, that's what they did in her 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 standalone movie, her origin movie. Yeah. Like they had that chip implanted in her, and she and her memory had been erased. Oh yeah, well, um, and it was it was kind off, of though it was like yeah, it was game over. So yeah. yeah, it's really only like if you can kind of suppress her powers, like from basically from inside out, like from her head out. You know, if you're actually going to try and contend with her physically, you really don't seem to have a hope at all. Y'all just had to put Yoda in this, didn't you? <laughs> you just had to put Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> I literally. Just we want to put some Star Wars characters in this. <laughs> I still, I still typed in. I, I'm typing into Google. How do you stop Captain Marvel? <laughs> like I'm trying to see. <laughs> I think, well, I think no. the one, the one I've, I've found right now is uh, magic and magical energy. That even though our primary power is energy absorption and manipulation, it doesn't extend to any kind of magical energy. All right, so like a Doctor Strange could take her out. You know, he could put some Ooh. kind of you know magical you know Ooh. force field around her or something like that. But and it, that's always the way it is, though, right? Like you can't really stop Superman, but magic gets him. You know, because it's not a physical thing. Yeah. But again, too, like the force. You know, she she comes at Yoda, and he's basically using like a force block we've seen this multiple times where 
they you can literally like put up a shield. Vader did it when when Han Solo started shooting at him in Empire Strikes Back, where he just stuck his hand up and all those laser blasts just yeah, bounced right off of his the hand. Blaster beams, yeah. Exactly. So like, yeah. who's to say that Yoda can't just block everything that she does and like essentially wear her down and then get in her head and basically convince her that fighting is not even worth it, you know, or whatever it is that he does, you know, like, um. I just I feel like we put Yoda in this. Yoda's kind of the only person that can hang. Like he's, he, <laughs> yeah, he might know, be able to take her. I could yeah. easily see either Yoda or Captain Marvel being yeah. the ultimate victors here. Yeah, I could Let's, very easily see that. All right, guys, you got to choose one. We got to we got to wrap this up. Who's who's winning? Yeah, uh, Yuli, who's winning? Yoda or Captain Marvel? Okay, well, wait a minute. Let me flip a coin here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Yoda wins the coin flip every time. He beat Vader. He did. Did he really? He sure did. Wow. MC Yoda or Captain Marvel? Uh, (laughs) I'm about to flip a coin too. I guess. I guess Yoda. I mean. Don't bother. It's gonna be Yoda. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I don't have an argument against them, honestly. Yeah, Steve. I kind of just like the idea of Yoda taking out two Captain Marvels in a row. That is. I agree. Yeah. For the sake of the story, I think, yeah, Yoda, Yoda is our grand champion. Darth Vader, y'all are like, yeah, Yoda, he beats everybody. (laughs) See, now I'm like, oh, y'all had Darth Vader beating everybody. (laughs) No, Captain Marvel would have beat the shit out of Darth Vader. (laughs) Like, she shoots him with one of those photon blasts and, like, disables his suit. Yeah, no, that's over. Wait a minute. You had, like, Captain, sorry, Darth Vader deflecting beams, like, Han Solo and stuff. Why couldn't he use that stuff? You know, uh, maybe he could. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, can Vader breathe in space? Well, he needs the suit. But yeah, we've we've seen that because you remember in um, uh, what you call it, um, Rogue One. He was standing in space after that ship left the bay. Oh, see, I figured I figured there was a force field there that went up because like like they do on you know like in the Death Star, it's like open to space, but there's a force field right there. You know, all right. I I think with typical landing bays, but that was that was that seemed like it was more of a docking port kind of thing. Although, yeah. you know, I, I I can't argue with it, but I had assumed that you know because his cape was billowing in the wind and he was standing there watching it, you know, either the force field hadn't gone up or there was just no force field there. But, you know, I, I would assume that because he didn't ever have to put on any kind of flight suit or any kind of thing when he got into a TIE fighter. You know, other TIE fighter pilots, they had the helmets and the, you yeah, know, had a helmet. yeah. kind of thing. He just got in, you know, so I figured True. the Cyborg 2.0 suit, so that's your space suit, too. We know that she has energy absorption abilities, right? So I'm, I'm assuming that's like projectile blasts. But how does that work with a lightsaber? Like if he stabs her with a lightsaber, yes, it's an it's a weapon of energy, but it's also a a close combat weapon. Is that? Yeah, I don't know if it's energy though. It's plasma, right? Isn't that like yeah, plasma is yeah. a state of matter? Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's not it, yeah, it, yeah, because it's not. I mean, like, unlike actual light, which is not matter. You know, the 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 blades of those sabers are those are physical. You know, I mean, when they touch each other. They block each other, you know, yeah, plasma, I mean, plasma you know, blade, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're basically yeah. made out of the same stuff stars are made out of. So Just maybe that's the trick to beating Captain Marvel, then, is you stab her with a lightsaber. <laughs> is, well, so maybe Vader, that would even hurt her. 
You know, I mean, I is I she know, basically a human lightsaber? Right, is that's that her, where it, that's her new nickname? We put her in a galaxy far, far away, and she's huh. Carol Danvers, the human lightsaber. Huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say she's basically a being of pure energy. Yeah, because I'm reading right now as binary, she has a connection. Oh, Lord. To, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That, the power of a white hole. Yeah, that's the comic book, though. Yeah, in this, I guess she's just kind of infused with the energy of an infinity stone from the MCU. That's version. true. Yeah, from yeah. the um, what's it called? The Tesseract. The, uh, yeah, the Tesseract. Yeah. But still, I mean, and obviously we we've seen how powerful Infinity Stones are. If she's infused with the, you know, raw power that, because the Infinity Stones are supposed to be, if I'm remembering the way the Collector described them, they're, you know, ingots of the six, you know, forces that created the universe. And if she's infused with that kind of energy and power, that's completely different than any kind of material substance. So like yeah. a lightsaber or anything like that, you know, I think that's why she's so powerful in the movies. It's because she's essentially powered by the thing that made the universe. I mean, the force binds us. It surrounds us. It, you know, I mean, like, isn't that the same thing? Isn't the force part of the universe? Like, it's I feel like there, it's kind of a wash at this point. Like, you could go either way with this one. So the lightsaber, we've established the lightsaber is not going to be the game changer. I don't think in this one. No. I think I she know. could survive Ooh. that. Okay. Well, so she's just gonna bounce it's just gonna bounce off of her. Like like Superman. Okay. Or well if she beats Superman, her. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the only thing that really hurt her when she's at full strength, because I'm kinda going through like Endgame and her movie and stuff, when Thanos takes the power stone off the gauntlet and just punches her square in the face with the power stone. So the only thing that can really hurt her are the same kind of stuff she's made of, like other Infinity Stones. You know, the Power Stone being the right choice there, because that's the one that lets you hit hard. Um, mm. So that so, kind of makes sense. So I don't know if Yoda has anything in his repertoire that could physically damage her. And, and yeah. I'm not saying physically damaging someone is the only way to win. There's many ways to victory. You can mess with their minds, you can use magic, you can make them quit, whatever. But, um, you know, from a, if we're talking any sort of physical altercation, I don't think Yoda has a chance on that platform. Okay. I think that we've, we've definitely established that Yoda is, because again, luck is on his side because every time it comes to a to coin toss, he, he wins the coin flip. Yeah, exactly. So Yoda's our grand champion. Hooray. Congratulations, Yoda. Congratulations. <laughs> This is this is a fun conversation though. We will have to come back to this again, and we'll we'll do a little more refinement and make this more focused the next time where it's like we have actual parameters for what they're going on. But I'll tell you one thing: um, who the hell is ever going to be able to beat Captain Marvel? Because like, how are you going <laughs> to even make a movie for her where there's any sort of challenge? Because it's just kind of like, all right, well, she can do anything. I I just don't know how you how you, I I can see now why people complain about Superman and why why. There's issues with him. His character's different, though, too. So he's about hope. But, like, it's... I can understand now why people get frustrated with him as a character. Because, like, how do you stop him? I mean, he's got a clear weakness, though. And that's kryptonite. She doesn't. It's, like, literally. Like, you don't have anything that can really stop her. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Well, Yoda. Yeah. 
Disney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney, <laughs> Disney's how you win. You just cancel their franchise. Disney has yeah. the ultimate. Mickey Mouse wins this. <laughs> or Rogue. <laughs> or Rogue. There you go. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Rogue just uh, absorbs her powers and then game over. And I don't think and... that's ever happened before, though. So let's not that's worry ne- about that. <laughs> that's never going to happen. <laughs> All right, guys. This was fun, as always, um, when we do these these sorts of conversations. But Yuli, give us a plug, man. I know with uh, social distancing and all, um, I'm sure recording Fantastic Forum in studio is difficult for you. Are you guys going to be able to do any new episodes anytime soon? Um, yeah, I'm looking at that. Uh, what I am going to need to do, and I've done this before, is uh, to record outside of the studio and uh, deliver the episodes to WERA. And um, you know, it, it's just that. I, you got to set that up and make sure that you got everybody lined up and, uh, and then actually do it. And, um, I have not, uh, I have not made that effort, but uh, I'm looking at it now because the studio facility has been closed through mid April. And so uh, last week we ran a repeat of the episode from the week before, uh, this week, I'm running uh, one that uh, ran last fall. Um, it's an episode on a very interesting correlation that some creators have made between villainy and being disfigured. And, yeah, uh, anyway. we put that one up on on GGR not long ago. That is a uh-huh. really interesting episode. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so running that one again, and uh, and then you know certainly, I mean, I had to re-record a a new intro, you know, just with some of the interesting news that has. Uh, happened in, in the last week and a half or so. So, um, but we'll see. I mean, I will certainly uh, be likely to uh, reach out to some of my GGR friends. And, uh, you know, Steve, we haven't had you on the show. Uh, I would love to see if we can't get you on Fantastic Forum, uh, you know, just to kind of complete that uh, GGR trifecta. Hey, you know, MC, that sounds great. <laughs> 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 nice call back. Oh, you're uh, really and, funny. Yeah, I know, I know. Really uh, funny. Hey, if you can't laugh and make fun of yourself, I guess, you know, who can you laugh at? But you know what, MC, I don't know if I'm worthy to be on your show, but if you deem it, if you deem it such, I, I trust your opinion more than I trust my own. <laughs> well, uh, I always have loved the way that you carry yourself on this show. And as far as I'm concerned, fandom owes you a tremendous debt because you are a co-founder of the Great Geek Refuge and certainly are very knowledgeable and very passionate about your geek opinions. And so there is certainly a place for you on my little show. Well, thanks for the kind words, Yuli. Well, I've always looked up to you. You can ask Mike, like even since day one, where I think it was... I think it was a Star Wars conversation we were having. Yeah. yeah. One of the movies was coming out or something. And after that podcast, I'm like, dude, can we do a podcast with that guy like every week? I love when you go he's on. So I've you know, speaking of fandom and fanboying, uh you, you have a place in my fandom as well, sir. So You flatter me. You really you know, huh? because uh, you know, I, I really I mean I, I kid you not, I really admire what you guys have built. And it, it springs from the two of you all and the strong connection between your friendship and the passion that you all have for the genres on top of that, you know? So, um, I mean, I wasn't joking when I said I was just 
grateful to be included. I really am. Well, I'll say this too, man. Like it's since we end pretty much every episode by doing this, I, I, the fact that Steve and I are friends has made this work because there were many, many, many times. And I mentioned this in the most recent article that I, that I did where I was kind of talking about the whole coronavirus thing and like how this has been difficult on a lot of people. But I talked about how proud I was of all of our GGR family. And I mentioned you and it, Yuli, I mentioned MC um, and how proud I am that we get to work with you guys on a regular basis. But like there have been so many times where like I was beaten down or frustrated or like a partnership with somebody else just didn't work out right and I was mad at myself or I was disappointed in the way things worked out and Steve has always been incredibly supportive of whatever I decide and there's never been like a oh well that means more work for me Mike that's just not gonna work like he's like I trust your opinion dude and like that's made this easier but like for some reason within the last couple of years, every single time I'm like, hey, let's add on this new person or let's let this person come in and add some more content. Um, it's just been like aces, like everything has been coming up like perfect. It, it's just been it's been awesome. It's, it really has. And like it's 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 really, really awesome to see how well things are coming together. And like in this time of uncertainty, um, watching our people step up and watching watching all of our people really like hey look you need more stuff to watch we have a whole series called what to watch here look at all this stuff that we've recommended and and people are like excited about that and like as new things are coming out on like disney plus that they're releasing early um i have um she's a she's a uh, the wife of one of my friends from uh, the same workplace that steve and i met um she's a stay-at-home mom and she uh, her name's chelsea chelsea does awesome kid-friendly reviews and she's like an old school gamer too, like played like Myst and like other RPGs like that. And she'll review those. She reviewed uh, The Witcher as well. Like, and we're getting a different perspective too, because it's like, hey, this is something that I'm watching in my own time, but hey, I'm also exposed to all this kid stuff too. So let me tell you about the kid stuff that I'm watching. But then also here, here's the adult stuff that I'm watching too. So we're just like, we're really like kind of coloring in different stuff instead of just the same old same old that we always did there, there's much more depth to this plus we're adding on a friend of mc's as well who's worked with ggr before her name is hazel and she's going to be working with us too and she's an anime person we're trying to add more anime content but also too a, a, a female of color is something that we haven't had at ggr really as a contributor so that's another thing we just keep adding all this depth and it's just like this this buffet of geekiness is just getting more and more um, diverse and I love it. <laughs> I like that buffet of geekiness. <laughs> that's that's, that's kind of how I picture it. Is like it, it's you know, hey, do you want a little bit of Star Wars? Not, not a big Star Wars fan. Hey, check out this. Oh yeah, Hazel's also a huge Harry Potter fan. I was like, we have yes. literally no Harry Potter content, and she was just like, yeah, I noticed. And I was like, well, you're. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's the first thing I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's I, I think like it's it is it's encouraging how well this is going. But then also when they're like, oh man, everybody's gonna have to stay home and they're gonna have to watch a lot of Netflix and Hulu. I'm literally like rubbing my hands together. I'm like, oh yeah, we're prepared for this. Like we, I got content for days for you guys. Like it's been, it's been really 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 cool um, that we've had something of value to offer the world as this shit goes down, basically. Mm-hmm. But on that right. note, yeah. mm -hmm. guys, thank you for joining me on this. Thank you for joining me for another uh, wonderful podcast that we do here. 
Uh, remember, guys, check out Yuli at fantasticforum.tv. Um, WERA 96.7 FM in the Arlington listening area or WERA.FM uh, on the Internet. You can check that out. Um, Saturday at 4 p.m. is when Fantastic, Four, uh, Fantastic Forum airs. But you can also check out a lot of the podcasts right here on the Great Geek Refuge. Just go to greatgeekrefuge.com. Uh, look under podcasts. It's right there under Fantastic Forum. We've had a lot of recent, uh, a lot of his uh, best of episodes, basically, that you guys can check out. Um, also, right now, you're looking for some good music. You're looking for musicians to support because right now, I think everybody can use a little bit of support. MC Brooks has got a band camp you can check out literally go to Bandcamp and search MC Brooks it's right there you can listen to some of his music you can throw a couple bucks his way I'm sure he'll appreciate that um, but also too guys check out the website check out the Facebook page uh, we've got all sorts of great content also check out our guys at 7th and F 7th and F.com spelled out uh, the word 7th and F.com they've got those great t-shirts where it says uh, wash your damn hands uh, on it but they've also got lots of DC sports related stuff too we interviewed Max he's a super awesome dude so we definitely want to help support him uh, as much as we possibly can as well. So for everybody here at the Great Geek Refuge, uh, for all of our friends that work with us on things as well, um, good night, guys. Have a wonderful time. Make sure you wash those damn hands and don't be a juice bag. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts.